0: Hey everybody, glad you joined me today because we're about ready to start episode number two of the Fast Pastor Podcast. So it is Monday, April 13th, 2020. Start of week five of Shelter in Place. Yeah, let that settle in for just a second. I could not believe it when I looked it up and thought, COVID, what have you done to us? What are you doing to us? Hey, two things I'm going to talk about in this episode, last episode, and every episode after this spiritual health and physical health. Because I believe that um, my desire of this show and the goal of it is to show you how your spiritual health with God is deeply intertwined with your physical health so that you can live a better life and be on mission with God. So pull up a chair. Or at least put some earbuds in your ears uh, maybe open your heart just a bit in your mind I pray that today motivates you and if it doesn't that's okay because I believe it motivates me because sometimes I just need to talk out what I'm feeling and this gives me an opportunity to do that with this podcast so episode number two and the title of today's episode is called the day after So, the day after anything that you kind of marked as being a monumental moment on the calendar, whatever, the day after that, that's today. That's today. Um, and it can often be a big challenge. Uh, whether you put on the calendar originally to do your very first 5K, uh, 10K, for sprint triathlon marathon whatever it is you put it on the calendar you go through all the training you go through this journey and this process you get into this this rhythm uh, and suddenly you compete you're done you've crossed the finish line hopefully you cross that finish line and suddenly you're going wow that was euphoria it was amazing i you grab your medal you go to the snack table You enjoy the, the aftermath of that. You enjoy the conversations and your family's there and you're taking pictures and it's great. And then you wake up the next day. Have you ever, if yet, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, because that next day is often a challenge and you start asking yourself questions like, what do I do now? What training plan do I, do I jump back on the same training plan? Do I, do I eat differently today? Do I take a break? Will I lose what I worked so hard for if I start eating pizza and eating ice cream and all that stuff? You know, I mean, put it in another light. Like, for instance, it's like planning for an entire year for a wedding, and then suddenly the wedding happens, you eat all the cake, and it's over. The next day you're going, um, hopefully you're not saying, now i got to live with this person. <laughs> you know, like, I, I wonder if today feels that way spiritually for me or maybe for you because it's the day after easter it's i I feel like for the last five weeks or so i've been building up to this idea and i've resigned myself to the thought that easter was going to be online i was going to be at home with my family it was going to be very different but we worked really hard and what that to to put something out there that was going to be a You know as good as it possibly can could be and i feel like it was good but it's the next day and i'm going i am not ready to say that was awesome i know you're going wait you're a pastor how could you ever say that easter was not awesome no it was awesome it was awesome because here's what what's awesome about yesterday jesus's story never changes whether you tell that story online Whether you do it through video, whether you do it face-to-face, the gospel is always the same. In fact, the scriptures tell us that the word of God will never return void. So we can be confident that every time we share that story, it's going to come back bearing some sort of fruit, and it's going to be powerful. So in that sense, it was really powerful, but I still am waking up today going, that was—it was— I don't want to say weird because I almost feel like that's irreverent, but it's not. It, it was weird. It was just different. It was different. Good Friday was good. It was different. Um. So on the spiritual and physical side of this, um, spiritually maybe you're feeling like I am. Maybe physically you're you're going, you know, this covid thing's been really good for me. I'm now out running. I'm getting my health back. I'm starting to feel good. If that's where you're at physically and maybe you thought yesterday was incredible online. I pray that you are being encouraged by that. But personally today I'm I'm in a bit of a struggle trying to find the motivation for what the rest of these weeks look like ahead. Now If I'm gonna find any hope and solace in that, I hope you do too, that maybe we just need to take a step backwards and go one day back and look at Easter all over again, just for a second. Now, I'm not gonna tell the whole Easter story, but I want you to understand that there's some hope to be found in that story because I think we're in that same type of place. So Jesus comes out of the grave uh, he shows up to, to the two Marys. He tells them to go tell the disciples. They run to tell the disciples. And this, this angel this angel tells them, go, go tell the disciples. So they do. And the angel says this, when you go or as you go, you will see Jesus there. And I love that because it's saying that in order to move forward in our days ahead, we're going to have to have faith right now that God will do something and he is going to show up. So same thing is true with your physical life as well. You wake up the next day, you might need to take a break, you might need to process just a bit, rest your body a little bit, walk through that spiritual or that physical exhaustion, but then don't stay there long. You're going to have to move forward, move forward in faith, develop a new plan. Maybe it might just be getting out and going for a walk. It might be going for a a quick two-mile run and not your normal long-distance run. Don't go break any records today. Just rest and do it in a way that feeds you, right? So, um, but this is what happens with the disciples. Eight days later, here's what was going on. They were still scared. They were still questioning. They were still wondering what was next. They were still processing. They were hiding and Although, listen to me, the resurrection does change everything, sometimes the process of that change is not necessarily instantaneous or overnight. For me, I'm kind of just wondering, if I was in that story today, I think that I would probably be waiting for Pentecost. I'd be waiting for the Holy Spirit to just be poured out, right? And I think that's what I want. I hope that's what you want, too. Um, every one of us deals with this very differently and everybody's going to deal with COVID differently we're dealing with our physical uh, and spiritual lives very differently the day after Easter because here's what happened then Um, Thomas needed evidence to believe in Jesus eight days later Peter he needed a dose like a special dose of grace to reinstate his passions and his desire to preach and share the good news. And then he goes out and gives this first message that was just unbelievable, right? Mary, she needs to hear Jesus's name whispered and said to her in love and grace. We all need something different following Easter, following a race, following a big event. Um... Maybe we have to walk through that process too and rest and wait until that passion inside of you burns again uh, to ride your bike, to get in, lace up your shoes again, hit the weights again, dig into God's word, start journaling, uh, feel, feel like you are empowered to do something that is gonna just move and shake not only your life, but your friend's life or somebody around you we need time to process um, the day after. Here's what I think is really, really profound is that what we learned from that eight days later is that Jesus is gonna show up in our doubts and our fears. Jesus is gonna show up in the process and he's going to be there. Uh, I need that today, how about you? I mean, I just preached this yesterday, and today I need to hear it again. Today. I need to believe it again. Today I need a deeper sense of faith. Um, I hope you guys are having an awesome week. I uh, Starting off your week, nice, I, but I, I wanted to read you a poem before I left today, one that I read this morning. I just thought it was really good about the promise of God and that he's going to show up, and it's it's a poem, so I don't, I don't always read a lot of poems, but this one's cool. Maybe you want to listen to it while you run. Uh, but this poem is, is, is beautiful, and it's by a lady by the name of Anna Waring, and she wrote it uh, some, somewhere in the mid-1800s is what I can sense. But it says, it's titled this, O Beloved, my prayer to the promise shall cling I will not give heed to a doubt, for I ask for the one needful thing, which I cannot be happy without. A spirit of lowly repose, in the love of the lamb that was slain, a heart to be touched with his woes, and a care not to grieve him again. The peace that my Savior has bought, the cheerfulness nothing can dim, the love that can bring every thought into perfect obedience to him, the wisdom his mercy to own in the way he directs me to take, to glory in Jesus alone, and to love and do good for his sake. All this thou hast offered to me in the promise wherein I will rest. For faith, O oh my Savior, in thee is the substance of all my request. Hey, hope you guys are having an awesome week and uh it's the day after go get after it health life and wholeness to